I, I maybe I did play it just a little bit too much. Oh, Judas Priest! <laughs> you won't hear us playing Judas Priest, but you will be hearing an entertaining sports show with myself, Frank, and David the Man of God Harris on WSUT's After Further Review, airing Saturdays 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. and throughout the week with our replay 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. on Toledo's only alternative and your on campus radio station, 88.3 WXUT. After further review, as this is one of Frank's favorite songs. Do not listen to him. <laughs> he is selling you snake oil. We don't sell snake oil, but we provide an entertaining and thought-provoking sports show on 88.3 WXUT. Saturdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. And sometimes we provide a life lesson. Ain't that right, Frank? Life lesson, my ass. Don't be a hater. And tune in to AFR Saturday mornings, 11 to 1 on WXUT. Fula. I was ready. Oh, you just turned on the mic as we got David the Man of God Harris here. And in this segment, we'll have this one, then the Michigan State one, because I want to hear Frank's story about MSU and ESPN and ESPN giving up the BS, even though I thought it was BS that they were um, hounding uh, Tom Izzo during the basketball season. I thought that was kind of a distraction, but we'll talk about that in the next segment. But this segment here, uh, Darius Baisley, and uh, David thinks he should have stayed in school after he had a poor outing out in L.A. somewhere, and he might take a basically a year off just to improve on his game. But, uh, David, we talked about this earlier when Darius announced that he was going to go to the G League. Yeah, and so for those of you that aren't familiar with Darius Badley out of the Cincinnati area, originally committed to Ohio State and decommitted from Ohio State and was going to commit to Syracuse. And then, like we talked about earlier in the spring, decided to not go to Syracuse, but rather kind of go into the G, the G League draft. And his words were to fulfill his dream of going into the NBA. And so now reports are coming out that he really didn't perform at the Nike Basketball Academy out in L.A. where there were NBA scouts there. And they were all saying that he's really not ready to go up against you know professional athletes of the NBA, which you know going into the G League would have exposed many of his weaknesses, kind of elements to his game. And so, according to Darius Basley, after conversations with Rich Paul and Dajit, basically said he's not going to go the G League route. He's going to do this year to train and work out in hopes to kind of be in basketball shape and kind of jump right into the NBA draft next year. Makes and sense so, to me. But but for me, it's why not go to why not use that year to like go to Syracuse and train, work out that way, and still play basketball against guys who are going to be your peers. Like I don't know if running five one five and working out in gyms, kind of at the YMCA, is going to prepare you for kind of the pro game away like college. Like Who says he's going to a YMCA, though? I mean, you're kind of assuming that, David, that he's just going to go to a YMCA. I mean, he's going to be probably – he's going to – I know definitely going to be with a, tra- a pro trainer training him 
to probably work on those weaknesses that he has in his game. And he's going to get some decent pickup run with professional players that probably play overseas. I mean, he's only 18, 19 years old. You're, you're acting like he's going to be playing in the afternoon Huff and Puff League or something. Well, but I mean, yes, you're going to do all these pickup games here and there, but why not do in kind of a college basketball step? So if you're going to say you're not going to do the junior league because you want to work out and play ball against you know professional athletes. Now, I'm not saying Syracuse is akin to playing with you know overseas guys, but – hey, if you're in the ACC, that's pretty good competition in terms of the majority of ACC guys at some point, either end of the G League or the NBA. And so you, if your dream is to go up against the best of the best in your draft class, and the majority of that draft class, at least the top five, top ten, are in the ACC, why not, why not just do the, do the semester at Syracuse where you, you know, go to school for a semester Get the get the training, get the workout, to play ball, play competitively, and then work up the weaknesses and work on your game with a coach that's fairly proven in terms of building up freshmen. Okay, like, so I'm not saying he was going to go to win the Syracuse, like win a national championship, because maybe get Syracuse, but at least in terms of kind of helping to expose your weaknesses, like Jim Beheim would like, hey. Here's your weaknesses. He'll put you to the ringer. Okay, so can I ask you this? Who do you know who influenced his decision? Conversations with Rich Paul. Right. So, and it makes sense. Okay, you you know he talked to him. Think about it. If you go in these workouts and you play well. Oh, you're supposed to be playing well. You did good. But if he doesn't play well in the workouts or if he doesn't play well in the G League, then you're not NBA ready. So, I mean, it's pretty much a move here where, I mean, you you play this cat and mouse game all the time when it comes to the draft and it comes to being with teams. Uh, I mean, you see it in football. I mean, how many guys don't go to the combine or how many guys, you know, only do the pro day? Because it's the conditions that they're used to, and, and it's something that they can manipulate. I mean, I think that's what he's trying to do. I mean, there's no win-win situation here for uh, Baisley. I mean, I think because you're in the G League, and, and let's face it, the G League is, is it's probably looked more down upon than college basketball. I mean, do I think he probably should have tried the college basketball route? Probably. But he goes to the G League, and let's say he only averages 15. People are going to be like, well, you didn't really do well in the G League. You're not NBA ready. So you keep that, I guess, that mystery to the owners or the, the general managers. You know, if he goes in the workouts and he kills it, because think about it, it's different doing a workout than actual playing in, in a game, actually. There's guys that can do well in workout. They can be workout All-Americans and then be crap on the court. But, I mean, you know, I think what he's doing is makes kind of much sense is that he's basically protecting his assets. He's just going to sit out a year, still work out and train. Obviously, he's on, with being with Rich Paul, he's going to find some good run. Now, do I think maybe possibly he should go overseas? Yeah, that probably should be a route he should go so he can still play against some high-level competition like uh, Brandon Jennings did. But then then that, that, that situation comes up, but what if he doesn't really play well in overseas? Then, then what happens? I mean, right now, I don't know if he's getting good advice or not. Um, 
if I was the general manager, I would think that's kind of, you know, if you can play, you can play no matter where you go. It shouldn't be – if you know that you're going to be a top uh, five pick or even a lottery pick, you shouldn't be afraid to go to the G League. I can understand maybe getting uh, afraid of getting injured. I can see that. But if you know that you're a top – like if Zion Williamson went to the G League, we already know he would dominate. If R.J. Barrett went to the G League, we already know they could dominate. I mean, we've seen what they've done with – with Duke and a little Canadian tour that they were doing. And, and really the G League is pretty much the equivalent of that type of competition that they have over there in, in Canada. Um, just a little bit, maybe a tad bit, a tad bit higher, but, I mean, that's what he's going to be going against. And if he can't really dominate against them, eh, well, maybe he shouldn't have been in really trying to go for the NBA, and that's what I'm sensing. And maybe Rich Paul's seen some things, and, you know, I, I get really suspicious about this, but, hey, you know, it's his life and his decision. Yeah, and I mean, kind of that's what I was thinking, kind of, if your ultimate goal, like you said, fulfilling lifetime dream is to go to the NBA, kind of, and we've seen it at least this year with kind of Michael Porter Jr., kind of granted he was injured, but it was this mystery of like, what kind of guy is he? There was all this hype coming out of high school, kind of prized prospect, and yes, you know, Denver took a flyer on him, but there's still this kind of, what is his game really? Like, what are his upsides? Are his weaknesses still there? Yeah, you can be a great workout warrior. Yeah, you can do good on pro days and draft day, but it's a lot different playing high school versus playing college versus playing any kind of professional league. And I, I honestly thought that, okay, if you're not going to, if Jared Spesley, you're not going to work out, like you said, Derek, like go play international. Go play in Turkey or Lithuania or Australia or, or Spain, like the elite leagues that, NBA scouts are out there already, and we've seen talent transition from these leagues, kind of internationally, over to the NBA and have some kind of success. But you're playing the but, but you're playing the mystery man role here, David. I mean, like I said, and it makes and from the article it makes sense too that I'm reading that why have someone overanalyze your tape and let your draft stocks drop to the point where you might not even get drafted. If he's doing well in workouts and people are seeing him in the workouts, they're going to go by that instead of seeing him in the G League and saying, well, he can't do this and he can't do that against guys that are kind of stuck in pro limbo, so to speak. I mean, if you think about it, you know, they're 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 good enough uh, college players, but they're just not good enough to make the league. And if he goes in there and he struggles, people are going to see that and they're going to overanalyze it. Well, I mean – like there was conversations kind of looking at this article in the athletic, like he probably would have been one of those two way contract kind of guys. But yeah, like he's playing the mystery mainly because he knows that that's going to be the big money kind of option. I know probably Rich Paul was like, Hey, if you just kind of be hush hush, but then it comes to, okay, next spring or next summer with the NBA draft going into the combine when it's now, you're up against all these other draft prospects who have had a year of playing either the college bar or national. Those weaknesses that NBA scouts are talking about at this Nike Development Academy, like, are those going to be at, at even full display? And then questions are going to be, so you had this year. Let's see if you've improved on these weaknesses. I, I think eventually his stock is going, like, somebody's going to see kind of whether, or inquire whether his weaknesses as of now, kind of you know, September 2018, are going to be the same come May, June 2019. 
Well, it makes sense, too, not to be in the G League. Well, I think he should have thought this out, though. I mean, maybe he wasn't educated with it. But, I mean, you get drafted in the G League, and you're technically, ideally, under the team that wants to develop you. And not to mention, there's some you, you lose some of your control of stuff, too, as well. Because think about it. In the G League, you're not just – everyone's trying to get theirs. Everybody's trying to shine. And here's this young guy. Remember, and Darren Cohn brought this up. I mean, remember, this is a league where everyone's trying to eat and someone's trying to get that next contract. You really think a veteran in the G League is going to be like a veteran in the NBA where, uh, okay, young fella, let me let you go out there and show your stuff. No, they're, they're going to go on. I want to get mine and screw this kid because he's going to be like everybody else, which, I mean, makes a good point. I mean, you go in the G League and it might do more damage than anything. I think maybe in the if he looks back on it, he probably should have went to college. Um, I think he probably got some bad advice, young guy, and he's listening to all these guys. But I think in the end of the day, he could have just went to Syracuse for a year in the ACC. You're going up against, you know, you know the Zion and the R- Zion Williamson and the R.J. Barrett's of the world, and you do good in that. It really, it really ups your stock. Um, but hopefully, people read this article and look at this route and say that the G League is probably not a good route for you to go. Um, I just think what happened with Darius was. He probably got some bad advice, and he made a decision, and now he's, you know, seeing the repercussions of those of that decision. Yeah, and I think because and Darius Basley wanted when he really announced that he was decommitting from Syracuse and said he was going to G League, he said kind of at that time that he wanted to forge this new path for players to kind of not have to automatically think of college as an option. You can go professionally. Now, granted, with the new NCAA policy and kind of NBA college basketball kind of and how high school players can have agents and all that other stuff, now that kind of complicates things regarding the TV transition. But, yeah, I still think if if you go to college, yes, you're you're seen as a top ten prospect now, but with the crop of players, not just freshmen, but you got to think about you know, juniors and seniors that we've seen who are, you know, talented and then the unknown about international. You know, a year of college can either bump you into the top five or it can bump you, you know, late 20s out of the first round automatically. And so kind of this mystery, hopefully it works in the favor, but I guess we really won't know until we see those NBA combines work out. Or you just wanted him to go to college because that's what you push for, right? No, I think college would have been good for him to kind of have that platform of college basketball to play regularly, have his name out there in conversation. Like he would have been kind of the focal point guy in therapy. And so he would have gotten kind of all the, like the working out, the regimen, kind of the things that we talk about with kind of transitioning from high school to college, that workout, that intensity, that, that regimen, that is can be a culture shock for some, depending on kind of the level that you were at in high school. But going to a program like Syracuse, where they're nationally televised a third of their games, like he would have gotten that profile. He would have gotten that highlight. He would have gotten that name recognition that would have elevated the stock. And so a year of being kind of playing basketball 24-7 and working out, will, will the scouts kind of have other names on their minds and kind of will Darius Basley kind of fade out of people's minds come November, December once you see 
kind of those marquee teams, and he gets the fabulous freshmen and kind of diaper dandies kind of that's come back into the conversation. Well, there's there's reports that there could be a rule where the one and done rule from the NBA might be abolished. Um, a, no, no word on what direction it could be if it's two and done or it might just be you know just go straight to the nba but we will see um but you know once again good uh, segment and then we get in our final segment with uh frank vashner here after the commercial break frank give us a little bit of a preview what you got to say yeah i'll be talking about um how the ncaa clearing michigan state football and basketball after espn erroneously tried to link them to larry nasser that's true. Even a gymnastics coach, I think, didn't she? She has been. Kathy Clay just has been charged. Okay. So that'll be pretty interesting. The last segment coming up here on 88.3 WCTs. After further review, make sure you catch us on Facebook Live. Also on our, uh, um, uh, excuse me, podcast, WXUT After Further Review on SoundCloud. And After Further Review on iTunes when you subscribe. Where every time we update it, it lets you know, hey, new podcast for you. Final segment coming up. Michigan State and ESPN erroneous is Frank one of Frank's favorite words erroneous report from ESPN that and more here on 88.3 WXUT